Hey everyone, and welcome to another Hyperspace Broadcast mini-sode, an episode where instead of discussing something that aired on Toonami, we discuss something Toonami-adjacent. Uh, that could be something that is very similar to what we're watching currently. Uh, it could be something by the same creator. That's the case today, because we're talking about Yoshihiro Tagashi's Hunter x Hunter. I'm Michael Doak. And I'm Peter Eby. Uh, excuse me, I meant Michael X. Doke. Peter X. Doke X. Freaks. <laughs> yeah, because all, all of the episode titles of this show have two X's just kind of randomly inserted between words, which makes for interesting titles. Um, yeah, they, they all read like uh, Xbox Live usernames from 2006. <laughs> <laughs> Sniper X. Wolf X. 420. Yeah, yeah. All they need is like the lowercase X, uppercase X name. <laughs> And then uppercase X, lowercase X, like the oh, weird yeah. X bracketing. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the good it's, old it's, days. It's the coolest, dude. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, so, yeah, we're we're talking about Hunter X Hunter this week. Uh, it's on Netflix, so if you want to check it out based on our discussion, uh, there it is. I assume you have Netflix. Most people do, it seems. Uh, and... <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a weird show, but to give some background, it was a manga initially published in 1998. The show was made in 2011, which is a kind of long time gap for this sort of thing. I don't know. It seems that yeah. way based on Yu Yu show being like one year from manga to anime. And, you know, I, I know manga tend to do that sometimes in my experience, my limited manga experience, like Berserk has been going since I think 1989 or even earlier in the 80s. Yeah, and right, right. That's and still going, but like they've had very, very like uh long hiatuses. Um, and that's apparently the case with the Hunter x Hunter manga, which has had hiatuses since 2006, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, right. So um, we watched the first six episodes, and it seems based on just kind of cursory review of the rest of the seasons on Netflix, uh, that the first season is mostly concerned with our main character, Gone Freaks. Uh, spelled F R E E C S, entering S. into there's, the. Oh yeah, right. S's. There are two S's. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Oh no, I forget that there were two S's. Um, <laughs> yeah, it really is like an Xbox username. Uh, so, so anyway, Gone Freaks is like a twelve-year-old boy. Uh, and his father was a hunter and hunters are like monster hunters slash person hunters. I, I'm not really sure. They haven't totally defined what a hunter is beyond just the generic use of the term, but it seems like hunters yeah. kind of do everything and they're yeah, sort right. of superhero E. <laughs> they're like negotiators. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, they can cook, I guess. <laughs> right. There are chef hunters. There are Yeah, gourmet uh, hunters. Yeah. Uh and yeah, they do everything. They're like negotiators, though I'd argue that hunter is at least a more accurate term than that was uh, <laughs> yeah. for what they do exactly. So yes, Gone is following in his father's footsteps and going to take the hunter exams when he's twelve years old. And the hunter exams are a series of elaborate tests that are often not what they seem. Uh, and it seems like the first season of the show is mostly getting through the exams. Uh, and then after that, their kind of adventures with the variety of colorful characters met during the exams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, His initial friends are a man named Leorio, who is just sort of a dude in a suit carrying a suitcase yeah. who wants to be a hunter because he wants to make money 
although secretly it's because one of his friends died when he was a kid and he's really upset about that still. He didn't, so he didn't he have the money to, make... to get medical help. And yeah, he, right. He right. vowed to become a doctor, but med school costs too much money and then he yeah, got pissed right. off and he's like, I gotta make some fucking money. <laughs> yeah, so now he wants money. Uh, there's a kid named Kurapika whose clan was murdered by some like bandits or some yeah. shadow warrior dudes, specifically because... When his clan experiences extreme emotion, their eyes turn scarlet, and those eyes are a valuable commodity on the black market. So the, <laughs> these like bad guys came in and scooped the eyeballs out of all of his clanmates and then left, I guess. So yeah. he wants revenge. Intense anime backstory that seems like a little too crazy. Check. Yeah, a li- <laughs> but maybe a little too intense for this goofy-ass show where yeah. there's like... A dude known as the Rookie Crusher who hands out juice laced with laxative at the exams in order to, <laughs> I guess, make people shit themselves so violently that they can't continue. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a weird show, basically, is what is what I'm getting at. Uh, I, I'm not sure oh, if yeah. going through more of the just direct plot stuff is that important. Like, what, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, uh, yeah. They, I mean, you know. They do more trials, sure. Like, and and that's yeah, pretty and, much. And you know what? We watched what five episodes, six, six episodes. episodes. Yeah. Um, and you know, I know this show is quite popular. And when I first started watching it, I was thinking like, well, this show doesn't seem to be doing anything new. Like, mm-hmm. this seems like your kind of standard shonen fare. It's like this is the kind of protagonist who's like super innocent and super excited and like is learning about the world. And he's like weirdly talented in ways no one expects. Like he can just like yeah, hear right. shit and smell shit really well. <laughs> he's kind of like Goku a little bit. Like yeah, like he's kid very Goku. much like Goku, kid yeah. Goku. Yes, he's Not he's a like, mountain boy who's super strong and yeah. like weirdly attuned with nature. It seems he also wields a fishing rod, which is a pretty awesome anime weapon. Like I love <laughs> yeah, pretty things, honestly yes. <laughs> one of the things I love about anime, like growing up too, is just like. Especially, in fact, this is something I brought up with the Yu Hakusho tournament arc. Like, I love when they just make these random new characters and they're like, fuck, we got to make an interesting weapon for this guy. And like, you know, anime creators will just make whatever the fuck is a weapon. It's like, all right, this person uses strings and they're going to chop you up with these little strings they flow around. Uh, This character uses a fishing rod. Yeah, it's interesting because it's. I feel like in a lot of cases, it's more an approach towards like novelty than actual logic. But at the same time, it fits the world almost always. So it doesn't seem weird that he has a fishing rod as his weapon really at all. It it just kind of fits with everything else. It's kind of a goofy world. It's a pretty goofy world. I mean, like (laughs) an extremely goofy world. Uh, (laughs) One could. uh, That's one of my biggest problems, honestly, with the show is that. It's really hard to tell, like, what level of technology or, like, sort of time period it's set in. Like, Mm, it has a real fantasy vibe, but at the same time, like, there's one kid who's just a nerd with a computer, and, like, that's (laughs) why he wants to be a hunter, because he's really good at statistics, and he thinks he's figured everything out already. I kind of like like, that. All right. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of like that the setting is, like, 
have we we don't really care in like firmly defying the tech defining the technology of this like fantasy world we're just going to basically make it like it's kind of like modern day <laughs> but also a weird fantasy world and it's not like super technological or like super detailed in that sense For some reason i kind of like that Right. I'm I'm such a like lore hound though, unfortunately. I like that the drip feed of that stuff. Something like this is weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like I like having that stuff drip feeded to me more. Like uh, like if you just get like little bits of it instead of like this huge I mean I really like it either way, but um I I kinda like that you kinda have to hunt for it. Like what what the hell is going on in this world? Like why, <laughs> why <laughs> Right. Like, they're getting on this boat, but this boat has like and it looks kind of like an older kind of boat yeah it's an old sailing ship like it's a tall ship but then (laughs) inside their computers yeah there's like computers in the cockpit and shit it's like wait what (laughs) that was the first (laughs) time i was like "Uh, okay Um, yeah yeah you see i mean i i want to be clear although we should move on from this uh like i don't necessarily want to have all the information front-loaded to me i just find it weird when it keeps like taking these turns that seem a little inconsistent and i don't hate it it's just a little odd when, like, again, I really did not expect someone to walk into the Hunter exam just holding a laptop computer. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and, that uh, seems really crazy. On kind of the same note, like, the tone of the show, like we mentioned with Kurapika's backstory, is just like, whoa, okay, damn. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's... it's- <laughs> organ harvesting versus like you know like "Ah, i'm just a happy kid my dad was a hunter and then he vanished and you know there's probably a sad backstory there that he's gonna figure out but like (laughs) right you know but you know everything's you know yeah exactly there there is definitely like almost a dragon ball level of whimsy mm -hmm, uh to a lot of aspects to this show but then something totally brutal will happen (laughs) like (laughs) okay Sure, why not? I mean, to be yeah. fair, the the eyeball thing is the most brutal thing by far, and that is not shown; it's just no. explained. So, yeah, right. It's fairly lighthearted overall, but uh, there are occasional moments where you're like, "All right, yeah, I didn't, re- whatever, sure." Like, I, I guess that's kind of what how I feel about the show overall. It's a it's a show that often makes me go, "All right, I was not expecting that thing to happen to exist in this world." to like be a major element of a character's backstory and it's not a bad thing i actually kind of like it because it almost constantly surprises you but yeah um it it can be a little jarring at times i i I would say overall i i enjoyed the watch and i was i was actually curious about watching more and considering it um because something about the whole process i love like this whole like trial thing and they have to go through trials yeah yeah that i love that kind of thing and i'm i'm interested enough in the characters like they've piqued my interest where it's like i want to see how they do i want to see what kind of weird shit it throws at you because yeah it's like the trial itself is really crazy like it just starts with oh everyone just run you're all just gonna follow me and it's this (laughs) it's this guy with this like purple hair and like this snidely whiplash little mustache and he's just like Okay, you just have to follow me. And he just, like, walks with this... And importantly, no mouth. <laughs> yeah, he has no mouth. It's just a moving mustache, which is, like, <laughs> right. super cute and weird. And he just, like, walks in this weirdest way where he just kind of floats and, like, float walks as he, like, almost skips his way. And everyone's just like, uh, shit, this guy's moving really fast. <laughs> it just looks so right. effortless. But everyone is, like, jogging to keep up for, like, six hours straight. <laughs> 
Right, <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. They run some ridiculous distance. Yeah. And then, like, and then it's like, oh, okay, now they've reached act, like, they've reached the, and, like, the first thing, they get through the tunnel, and then it's like, oh, we have to go through this forest where all these monsters will trick you, and then you'll die. <laughs> it's like, okay. And then after that, they do a cooking competition, because why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah, right, right. And you're forgetting that before all of this, like, it was a test just to find the location of where the hunter exams were held in the first place. Yeah. With tons of lies and double crosses. And at one point, <laughs> basically a Jeopardy style trivia question where they had to answer an unanswerable question. But of course, the true answer is not to answer at all because it's unanswerable. Like, right. It's a lot of that shit. And that's toned down a little bit as the show goes on, at least from what I've seen. But it is kind of fun to have this weird vibe where you're always kind of second guessing what the show is telling you because you know that the characters are being tricked so much. Yeah. And, you know, this show throws a lot of new characters at you and a lot of like crazy abilities. And I, 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 I'm eager to see like more of those in action. Like we get like, oh, there's a card dude who's like evil and he like throws cards that cut through people's heads and shit. <laughs> he yeah, and his introductory scene, his introductory scene is dissolving someone's arms because they bumped into him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he just like just, he just like snaps his fingers and this guy's arms disintegrate. It's like fuck, okay, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. I agree that it it's a it has a very fun vibe for sure. I'm not sure I'm personally going to pick it up just because I have a lot of other shows that I've been watching lately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I can definitely see myself revisiting it down the road. Like it it, it has a fun vibe and it kind of has that Yu Yu Hakusho thing where it's just sort of pleasant like it doesn't yeah. feel like anything overstays its welcome, really. You know, they spend about one episode on each trial, so nothing becomes laborious. It's just, I don't know, it's fun to watch, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it, and I, I agree with that, and it, and it does have that in common with Yu Yu Hakusho. Also, the kind of the brisk pace uh, compared to DBZ thing, you know. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Like, and again, it, it has a lot of similarities with DBZ, or really more early Dragon Ball, as we've already said. But like, I, I it, it's, it, I don't know, it's like a counterpart to Dragon Ball in the way that Yu Yu Hakusho, in a lot of ways, feels like a counterpart to Dragon Ball Z. Um, That's true. Yeah. Which may not be giving the show enough credit on its own. Like, I don't know. It, it's, maybe, I mean we're basically coming at it from a very toonami centric perspective like true, it's like yeah. we know one very popular shonen show and we're going to compare everything to that one <laughs> yeah but there are a lot of other similarities like i, I think That's it's true. a valid comparison it's just yeah i don't know yeah. always talking about these shows in the context of dragon ball z sometimes i worry we're not giving them their full due yeah i um, agree with that and it's like the pacing the pacing is something I always bring up <laughs> just because DBZ is so horrendously paced. But I realizing now it's like, I think just a lot of modern shonen shows in general, it's not just Yu Yu Hakusho and this other show made by the same manga creator. Like, I, I think those shows in modern shonen shows in general are getting better at pacing <laughs> and like less yeah, probably. filler to death kind of shit too. Yeah, I would hope at least. Mm -hmm. um, so... Yeah, I I think it's a fun show. Um, and before we move on to you know get to what we're talking about next week, which is of course more Yu Yu show, I just want to point out that uh, the main character's name is Gon Freaks, and his father is named I believe Jing Freaks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, and if you're familiar with Troll 2, you'll of course know that the sheriff of Nilbog <laughs> is Gene Freak. And it was a it was a true delight, like a true yeah. joy for me to realize, holy shit, this character's dad is almost named Gene Freak. <laughs> Dangerously close That's ridiculous. to the <laughs> sheriff of this famously trash film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, it was... It was nice to be reminded of Troll 2 because I haven't watched it in a long time. And that used to be like my favorite bad movie to watch. Yeah, so, yeah, it was like, I don't know, it was a little hit of nostalgia from an unexpected angle. It's just also uh, nice to be reminded of the name Gene Freak. What well, a, yes, what that a hilarious too. character. Name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Gene Freak. What a man. Troll 2 is a great movie. We should talk about that at some point. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, maybe we'll do that in the future, but the immediate future holds more Yu Yu Hakusho. We're up to the second round of the Dark Tournament, and yeah, we're going to be watching about half of that. The second round is a bit long compared to yeah, the other ones. Right. We'll probably split it in half, uh, but you know, I I'm excited to get back into Yu Yu Hakusho. We get to see Team Ichigaki with, uh, I believe you call them a goblin chin man or something. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Uh, yeah, he's a lot of fun. But that'll be next week. Uh, until then, I'm Michael Doak. And I'm Peter Evie. And be sure to revisit us next week for The Dark Tournament, Round 2, Part 1.